Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. You guys know Sierra got married last year. It's a lot of work. Oh boy, was it. It's a lot to do. And one thing that really helped her figure out what to do first, where to access certain resources, how to get people to know where they were supposed to go for a wedding. Zola. With Zola, you can discover venues and find vendors easily. You can message and book vendors right on their website. And truly, when I say that that was the first part that we had to do and also one of the most intimidating and hardest, it's so nice to just have them all listed right there and be able to talk to them right there and then. They also have free planning tools, which is really helpful because you don't know what you don't know. And if when you go to Zola, you have a guest list manager wedding website templates, a budgeting tool because dang, can a wedding get out of hand real quick? Mm -hmm. It could all eliminate so much stress and you'll save so much time all because it's like a one-stop shop. That's so true. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Hey, guys. I'm Jerry. I'm Sierra. We're ladies. And we tangent. Is your crotch hungry, girl? Because it's eating your pants. Don't even say that to me right now. <laughs> no, I have a camel toe. So oh. Do you remember that song? Yeah. Is your crotch hungry, it was, girl? It was your butt hungry, girl, because it's eating your pants. I thought it was about a camel toe. I thought it, well, maybe I'm just thinking of a saying. Is there an actual <laughs> song? Yes, about a camel toe. I'm going to Google it. Hold on. Is your crotch hungry? The more I'm because saying it in my it's eating your pants. <laughs> mm. Which is worse, a camel toe or a moose knuckle? Camel toe for sure. I can see sometimes, and let me know. Hey, you prefer a moose knuckle over a camel toe? I don't prefer it. <laughs> I don't want me to have. E- I feel for me, you can see every divot of my camel toe. <laughs> you couldn't have a moose knuckle. Well, obviously, but I don't see moose knuckles the way. Have you ever seen a moose knuckle knuckling? Out in public? Yes. Really? Yes. I see way more camel toes. Maybe I'm looking. (laughs) And you prefer a moose knuckle? I don't. I just think I feel bad for the people that have the camel toes. Okay, okay, okay. Which is worse to exist in the world? Let me put it that way. Sorry, there is a full-on toe. toe. (laughs) It's a full-on song called Camel Toe by Fanny Pack. I knew I wasn't making this up, that it was not a fever dream. Everybody, we'll be right back. Oh, girls and people out with your camel toe. I don't appreciate that fanny pack. Fix yourself, girl. You got a camel toe. The way that I used to sing that song with my whole chest at like nine years old is embarrassing. That is. That is. Oh, There's more. No, I don't want more. <laughs> 
All right. I, anyways, I reject that because anyways. we're not into. We're not going to shame. I don't know, but this was from the early 2000s, and it was all about shaming women's bodies. Every know, nook, I every know, cranny. So know, that's just a different know, but world pre- that we were living present in. Present day, I reject it. But is your crotch hunger girl because it's eating your pants? <laughs> Oftentimes, yes. And because, I do. I, because and I, I'll tell you I, why. And it is. Hey, if you want to see that whole thing, we'll put it on Patreon. <laughs> I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why my crotch is hungry. <laughs> I wish you wouldn't. <laughs> no, it's not like that. It's because of my fucking giving birth. Sure. Makes a crotch ravenous. It, it, <laughs> you know, giving birth makes you so hungry. But no, it stretched me out all kinds of ways. Sure. So stuff is like gripping for <laughs> something. They're fine. They're, they're just, you know, taking up more space. Okay, more surface area. But then cervix also, area. cervix area, if you will. But also, after my uh, procedure. Yes. Um, oh, it ripped your shit up, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Pulled so your if skin you guys up. don't know, I got like a bunch of skin taken off my stomach. And they that's had the, to. That's the medical. <laughs> that's how it's <laughs> medically said. What's I got it, a bunch what? of shit taken off my stomach. <laughs> What's it called? Tummy tuck? Yeah, but there's another word. Abdominoplasty. Abdominoplasty, that's it. Yeah. I was like fucking <laughs> yeah. skin off the tum-tum. So I had my abdominoplasty and I pull, I didn't pull it. <laughs> the, the, the guy did. He pulled it down. <laughs> Imagine you were just like, hang on. Let me fix that for I you. I was awake. But he pulled it down and sewed it. And because he pulled, the, they uh, took so the much skin, part. they had Excuse to me. pull the bottom part to meet the top part. And so mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. I... I'm like eye to eye with my whispering eye. Is you know it, what I mean? Stre- is like open for business all the time. There's no close. It's just open. What, is, what does that mean? <laughs> that mean? Are you asking me if my clam is open or closed? <laughs> yes. Is it? Normally it's like this, I would say. Sometimes like this. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait. <laughs> here's it. Here's it sometimes normally. A lot of people what have What am I looking like, at? The Virginia. <laughs> okay, but am I looking like no you're looking at it straight head on okay you're my mirror yeah but you don't have nails on i I definitely don't have nails so it's like this sometimes i would say like this (laughs) okay there's a tongue or two that are coming out yeah yeah Yeah. totally normal sometimes a little bit of everything and anything all of the time Uh so what i'm asking you is are yours are are these parts of it pulled up they're did they get a facelift (laughs) they did essentially they did so instead of the meat is it open? It's a little bit for like business. Showing you the pearl inside, <laughs> like that a little bit. And so you can imagine, not all the time. But if I'm walking, yeah, they would look. They would appear to be hungry. <laughs> I get that. So mine are anyways, just for <laughs> my pants. Apparently, anyway. This was been Ladies After Dark. <laughs> if you ever wanted to subscribe to Patreon, it's kind of like that. That's almost exactly what it is every time. Yeah. O- only like for an hour. So yeah. this is your sign to go to patreon.com slash ladies and tangents. And just you get a lot of episodes. What do we have? Like there's a lot of 80 on there now. Probably. It's got to be. Will you fix your mic? No. Is it going to fall? Because you keep touching it and it's going to it's going to like clink, clink, clink. Hold on, everybody. Yes. (laughs) 
hate everything. <laughs> hey, do we ever tell you that we're in an office that has 1,000 year old floors and they're <laughs> warped as fuck? So, like, nothing is ever level. No. Our shit falls uh, apart all the time. Yeah. Um, hey, what's up? Oh, what? What's, what's, what's up, what's everyone? What's, 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 what's <laughs> everyone up to? <laughs> what, what's going on? <laughs> Hello. I miss Brett Michaels. I'm kidding. He's I alive, don't. isn't he? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, I forgot. He's very much alive. So is Flavor Flav. And like, none of these were in question in my <laughs> mind. <laughs> I just, when I think about when I used to watch those shows, in my mind, it was 30 years ago. But I know that's not true. But the world has evolved so much since mm. then. Can you imagine those shows being on television no. today? Absolutely no. not. Absolutely no. not. No. Although I think there was a spinoff, Real Chance of Love. I think one of them has passed. He has. Real. Is it real? Yeah. <laughs> I knew all about Real Chance. <laughs> he had beautiful hair. Real did. And Chance was my, I'm telling right now, like he was my main. You know what I mean? I, got- I always wanted Chance. But now if I went back and watched it, I think that I would be icked out a little bit. But my teenage self <laughs> wanted him bad. <laughs> I I was icked out that they were brothers. Yeah, fighting for a woman, and they were I think both dicking her down, and multiple of the women in the house. Well, they were both fighting for New York. That's what I'm saying. I think it's hysterical that there was just a time where no one went by their name. <laughs> they were all just it was like screen names before giving each other screen nicknames. names. Yeah, it was, it was just so wild. Yeah, and they weren't even Pumpkin. given the chance <laughs> to pick their own nicknames. They were given a nickname, and that is what they live by forever <laughs> they now. Were named and it. Pumpkin was so good. <laughs> you motherfucking whore. <laughs> they Dude. would just look at you and be like, "I'ma call you Dimples. <laughs> I'ma call you Bucktooth Beefy." <laughs> Dude, there are some people. I'm there gonna was call a girl you that was called back hair. There was a girl that was called Bucky, and then there was also a Buck Wild. And yes. I remember I like to get Buck Wild. <laughs> oh my god, I miss that era of television. Be, what would but your also, name? Hey, leave it in the comments below. What, what would you? What do you think be? mine it would be? You're <laughs> you're gonna be mean. <laughs> No. Old uh, two chins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> no. Um, wasn't someone named Tasty? Tasty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You would be, you would be thick calves. Thick. Oh, dude, I have <laughs> sick calves, dude. Look at these fucking bitches. Dude. Old muscle-ass calves. I was, I was like, what the fuck are you on? Them calves. I do a lot of bike riding. Um... You would be ginger. I knew you were going to you say know, that. You know. I knew you were going to say that. That's like such a cop out, though, for redheads. Okay, all right. Your name would be Freckles. <laughs> Great. The clown. Great. Every, every name for me is just a clown. <laughs> no, I don't know. We'll give you... We'll give you tattoos. Remember, people said tattoos. that for a minute. Before tattoos became a big thing, I had a lot of tattoos. For the time. Yes. Because that was when people didn't have a lot of tattoos. Mm-hmm. Now I think it's more acceptable thing. You could be so. tattoos. Okay. And you could be naked babies on your arm. <laughs> That's exactly what I want to be known for. 
Um, Call a cherub. You could be open clam. (laughs) (laughs) Old loose clam over here. (laughs) Old pearl. (gasps) I'm going to call you pearl. Okay. I like pearl. But we all know what it means. And And I'm going to fight you for my mans. Yeah. Flavor. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy. (laughs) Yeah. I really miss it. But nothing was cringier. Who do you think was cringier? Flavor Flavor Brett Michaels. There's some one right answer. <laughs> and it, it will tell it will tell me if you actually watch the shows. Cringier Brett Michaels. Yes. <laughs> Brett Michael watching Brett Michaels. He wore was, a wig for sure. <laughs> it was just which isn't bad. He can wear a wig. But also, I think he would make fun of the women then for doing the things that he would do. And I was like, hey, babe, you're wearing a wig. Don't make fun of her for having, like, whatever. Uh, he was just very. That's it. Yeah, used yeah, yeah. to be, like, a like a taboo thing. And he would tell everyone I'm not. And it's like, honey, we know. Yeah, just be honest. <laughs> and it's, and it's, it's okay. I think that Brett Michaels was cringy because it, he was so serious about it. And he really was. Where Flavor Flav was just, like, a a character. I he really, was like a cartoon. I person. really loved his ability to not give a fuck, and he was just like he, at his core, seemed like a. <laughs> I just, I just had a flashback of him kissing people, though. <laughs> no, it was bad. That was bad. But Brett Michaels, I felt like, um, he, how do I say this nicely? He tried to be relevant way too hard. Like, like the what's the going on? You what's were tr- going on? You were trying to create a catchphrase for yourself. Hey, and it worked. <laughs> it did. Bravo. Because I, I can't stop saying it. Okay. But also the fact that he wanted people to be naked all the time. He was always like, get your tits out, which I guess both of them did. That's why I'm saying those reality shows to be couldn't on, work today. If you had to be on one of them. Flavor Flav. For the drama alone. I don't like the Rock of Love girls. I do. They seemed was fine. Was Rock of Love bus a they, That was fucking sweet. <laughs> to be fair. Okay. There was two girls. Their names were Ashley and Farah, And they were such absolute hot messes there's a scene in rock of love bus so rock of love was one thing and then rock of love bus (laughs) Bus was was like the third one okay yeah the third spinoff and in rock of love bus because they were on (laughs) they were on tour i love that they're like we're just gonna call this one bus because they're on a bus (laughs) ashley and farah were so fucking drunk (laughs) <laughs> and there's an episode where she's trying to make herself something and she's like heat oven in pan rip styrofoam off <laughs> she's like it's whipping the fucking it's just very funny to watch because you're like hey girl what's happening right now and everyone around her is like what are you doing see everything in that time frame it was almost like Stuff took off like a like a speed of light, and then all of a sudden we caught up, and we're like, "Hey, Let's guess what? This. Some problems. Let's we're gonna not have to do this. backtrack that. We didn't we didn't think about this at all before we sent you out into the wild. We did it. Was it entertaining? Yes. Am I glad that it's over? <laughs> yeah. I'm glad they're all okay. Are they? Well, I hope <laughs> a lot of them have podcasts now. They do. Yes, there is a Rock of Love girl who has her own podcast, and she will rock of love pod <laughs> something like that i think it's like of love pod or something there is something mm. fuck i forget Sorry. Pod of love pop might be it honestly might be okay but she rock a pod rock a pod <laughs> <Rock-a-pod. laughs> everything 
Gonna Go be alright. pod. <laughs> she interviews the of love people. Interesting. What I thought was cool was that they would be like big-ish names. Like, yeah, these people were famous. And then it would be spinoffs of people who just were on that show. Yes. And then it dwindled down enough that it's like, how did we get here? Yeah. How, like, real chance of love happened from New York, who happened from Flav, who I was like, how did you two get your own show out mm-hmm. of this? Because there were so many people that wanted to be with them. And I was like, people were just addicted to the idea of being so associated with the franchise. With the of love. Mm-hmm. Because they were, it was good. Yeah. It was, it was drama. A phenomenon. Yeah. Phenomenal. And I was obsessed with it. Was I in high school? Yeah. Did it probably rot my brain a little bit? Definitely. Definitely influenced me in negative ways. I'll say that. <laughs> not, any, <laughs> not any worse than anything else. That's I'd what say. I'm saying. Anyways, where are we now in the world? What's happening? I don't know, but I watched a video the other day where somebody was playing all of the tutorials of all the Sims. <gasps> and tutorials? I watched there are tutorials in the Sims? Yes. I didn't of know every this? Single Sims. And I watched the tutorial of Sims 1. Oh my God, we got to do that. And I was like, oh my God, I remember this. I rem- All of a sudden I was transported back to my birthday party and yes! I remembered literally people were still there and I was like, I don't care about you Me anymore. I was sitting behind you. I'm right here at the computer now. You guys have your cake and there's the door. Goodbye. Thanks for coming. No, I sat behind you. I remember this and vividly. I, If you saw the faces of these people... <gasps> You would 100% remember the tutorial of it. Because it was like you couldn't start the game without doing it. And it was like Bob. Yes. And he was like dirty. Okay. And like, I, I don't even understand. We have to do this together. Okay. Okay. But then his wife was there and they like passionately kissed. Do you remember how how much? You had to kiss a lot and then you would a baby would just appear. They would rub each other. Yes. Like the passionate kiss was mm. like. And they would make these noises. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who let me have that? I know. I, I, I remember like, turning oh the noise we gotta, down. We got to turn this down. You could see them kissing, but I don't want you to hear. Mm. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Did you also know that you can play in first person? What the fuck does I thought I was always playing in first person. No, 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 no. I mean, like you are the I'm sim inside of the sim. Like you're, you are seeing what they would see. Like if you were going to talk to someone, you'd be staring ew, directly at the ew. other sim. Shut the fuck if up. If you're cooking, all you'd see was your hands. Like, <laughs> you're joking. Swear. And if These you get things into a we fist, have to do together. If you get in a fist fight, you see it happen, but not woohoo. They zoom you out. On woohoo. What, so this has to be number two because you couldn't even woohoo until Sims two. Well, I think I think it's any Sims now. Like I don't know about number one, yeah. but definitely, definitely the later ones that you can be like in first current, person. You can do first person. So in woohoo, would you just see the blankets going? Yeah, because now in woohoo, it's like ha ha whoa yeah whoa ding 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 ding. That's how you know if you made mm-hmm. a baby or not. I don't know if that's in Sims 4. I know in like Sims 2 and 3, that was the no, noise you had to 4, listen to. Sims 4, you have to. to go pee on a stick in the bathroom. You do. Mm-hmm. You can test for it. Is that mm-hmm. if you have a mod or not? Because I've been fucked. <gasps> really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I have a mod for childbirth, and I know you can do that with a mod. You can also take birth control pills. I would forget. I know, and my Sims keep getting pregnant. <laughs> they just had twins, and I'm furious. <laughs> like I could have handled one more. <laughs> Definitely not two. I 
got dream home decorator because I love decorating. I love building houses and stuff. So Mm -hmm. I, I am an interior designer. My name is D signer. And I thought you were going to say D is nuts. No D signer. I love it. Designer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Just like we created another one today. His name is Laird rugs, Laird rugs. (laughs) Do you, do you know about Ligma? Like my balls. balls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I do. Do you know about Candace? Candace Dick, Dick Fit in your mouth. Imagine that's the last name on Sips. Dick <laughs> But D Signer, D yeah. went, did her first job. D did it. And they you have to like talk to the client and be like, so what are you into? What are your likes? What are your dislikes? It's what like kind a of full style? thing. It's not just the, yeah, I, they you can remodel be a, a room. Like I what? go and I build by and I remodel their Shut room. Shut the fuck up. And then you can do an entire like reveal. So they come and they walk back in with their eyes closed oh and you're God, like, here it is. And they're like, <laughs> they're like, wow. And you get to show them different things. Now here, it's oh, a you little. did that perfect. Wow. I know that's how <laughs> they probably say, oh, wow. Oh, snobby glue snarf. Oh, glue snarvy. <laughs> Clip glob. Um <laughs> Fleek Flyerman so, Nerb. <laughs> so after an entire like reveal event, okay, they tell you what they think about it and then you get paid and you either don't get paid because they hated it. Whoa. They also give you a budget. Okay. Or you get oh God, it's like flipping houses on that show yes, or whatever. And it uh affects your affects your like professionalism, <gasps> like your reputation. Oh my God, this is so fun. So I would fucking suck at this, but I kind of want to try I, it. Just it's not it's that funny. hard because if you talk to them, they're like, these are my favorite colors oh, and this okay. is the style so that I like. You could just really fuck around. and okay. You just like, as long as, oh, okay, everything was brown. They're like, thank you. I love it. <laughs> Great. So I was asking them, what do you think? And they're like, mm, it's not really my style, but it's fine. You tried your best. And I was like, <gasps> what the fuck is your problem? Because I did exactly what you wanted me <laughs> you to do. You fist fighting. <laughs> well, then the game glitched and I couldn't go home. And so I'm stuck oh, in these no, people's the house. Perpetual hell. And I'm hungry and I'm tired. And they're just berating your and performance. I'm like trying to talk to the client to be like, can I go home? And he's just trying to teach his toddler how to talk. And I was like, I want to go home. And so I said, fuck it. I'm going to go make some oatmeal in the kitchen. Totally. And all of a sudden they were like, this is completely inappropriate. You are not to be making oatmeal in my kitchen. I'm Get like, out. I don't want to be here right now. Let me leave. So, so now my fucking reputation is ruined all because I made some oatmeal and went swimming in their pool. <laughs> <laughs> they sent me home. Then I was able to go home and I made nothing. My reputation was <laughs> Oh my God, that sounds so fun. Yeah. With this, ass- we got to do this together. Someday. I do feel like this is almost kind of a good segue yeah. to what we're doing because we're talking about jobs. We are. Do you guys want to know what we're doing? <laughs> do you want us to tell you? Have you been wondering this entire time? <laughs> Let me tell you. Sarah. <laughs> This is The Sims. That's not what I wanted. (laughs) We've already been doing that. So here's a fun thing. I was thinking sometimes it's fun. We've done this before where we pick a buzzword, a word that we've heard a lot. And we, you better fucking load is what I'm telling you right now, mister. We're talking gaslighting. We're talking cognitive dissonance. We're talking. I just got rid of the tap. (laughs) Do you know how to go into your history? Hang on. Hang on. 
I found it. I found it. We're going to be fine. Anyways, what was that one fallacy? Yes. So like just words that were like, what are these about? Um, I'd like to know. And mm-hmm. that's what we're doing for you right now. But the words that we're going to be talking about are all in relation to jobs. Like yeah, the they were like techie buzzwords that you saw on TikTok or on Reddit or whatever. And that's kind of now this is going to piss me off because it's telling me. I don't have internet on that, so I'm going to Google it on my cell phone. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Time out. Oh, yeah. Let's check and see if we have any sponsors. I am obsessed with clothes. Oh, yeah. It's a problem for me. It's a problem for my closet. Mm -hmm. Okay? And that's why I'm so excited to be sharing Newly with our audience. Because Newly is a way to try out trendy styles, colors, silhouettes, all different kinds of things that maybe you've been interested in but are like going to make your bank cry. Mm-hmm. Now you can rent them for a period of time and then you just ship them back. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. That's another beautiful thing mm-hmm. because a lot of places may not have options yeah. for everyone. And this has so much diversity, not only in the brands that they offer, but also they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. It's fun, it's sustainable, and you can save because you get to try out a bunch of stuff that you like, or maybe you're like, I don't know, maybe I would like this. And then you get it and you're like, "Ah, I don't think that's for me, but there's no commitment to buy it unless you really do love it. And you're like, you actually can't have this back, Newly. I'm keeping it. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off of your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code tangents 20 just go to n-u-u-l-y.com that's newly with two u's and enter the code tangents 20 and sign up to get 20 dollars off your first month that's n-u-u-l-y.com newly with two u's with code tangents 20 newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes do you think seeing a therapist or psychiatrist would be helpful but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them or afford them? Try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting the help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Honestly, a lot of times you make that appointment at your appointment you already have. I don't know when I'm going to schedule my breakdown. I don't know when I'm going to need to talk to somebody. And with Talkspace, it's so nice because you can send messages to your therapist so you don't have to wait for your next session. Talkspace therapists can help with any specific challenges that you might be facing. And it's the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, so much more. Plus, therapy can help you find the tools to cope in difficult times and just be a guiding light. So like maybe you're not going through something really intense, but you just have like, I don't know, a work issue or something going on with a friend of yours that you just need an outsider's perspective. And Talkspace is amazing for that. They also are in network with most major insurers. So check in on that. Yeah, absolutely. If you got it. Plus, as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off of your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80 to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Tangents, promo code SPACE80. Ladies and Tangents is sponsored by Claritin. Luckily for those that live with symptoms of allergies, you can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. 
Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin-D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I will tell you, it's so funny because in my household, Corey recently was like, I think I'm getting a cold. I'm getting a cold. I'm getting another cold. I'm like, hey, babe, I think you have allergies. Mm -hmm. I think maybe you just need to pop one of these pills. And guess what? All of his symptoms went away. I'm like, "Mm, I don't think it's a virus. I think it's just weeds. (laughs) And I also know that whenever I go to Sierra's house, my allergies kick into place because of a certain pet. (laughs) So true. And thankfully, I'm able to enjoy all my time there. Now, just after I take a little Claritin D, clears me right up. All my (laughs) symptoms are just like, what cat? (laughs) Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Get non-drowsy relief for allergy symptoms with Claritin D. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful release is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Oh my God, I can't believe I just Googled camel toe. Hang on, I'll get it. I found it. I found it on my phone and I don't need internet. I took the internet off. That's okay. We're going to do it on my phone, everyone. Except that I... Oh! Oh! O'Reilly! O'Reilly! I'm just kidding because I don't actually need the website because I made a Word document <gasps> about the ones that I wanted to talk about. Ha! And I found it. We okay. love a Word document. Okay. 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 I was on the internet for that. Bitch. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> We're going analog. So basically, then I was going to pick one, but there were so many fun ones that I was like, why don't we make this a whole topic in itself, which is just mm-hmm. like trending HR buzzwords of 2023 that we've heard and some of these I haven't some of these I did come across on TikTok so I know a little bit but other ones I was telling her like have you heard this term and so it's just going to be like she's this like is we the all term. we all know this term and said it and I was like I've never I've heard never. of that fucking term in my life <laughs> so that's kind of what these are the very first one is the great resign oh by the way the I am going to tell you right now that the website I'm on is techtarget.com. This is an article that is by Amanda Hetler, 42 trending HR buzzwords. It sounds like every clothing line or like something on Shein or like Amazon where it's like jumpsuit, dark pocket, wide leg, <laughs> girl, unisex, yeah. it's kind ba- of what this balloon is. pant overall. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> sure. That's exactly what I want. <laughs> Perfect. So the first one is the great resignation. Okay. The COVID-19 pandemic was a time of change for the way people worked and millions of people began quitting their jobs in 2021, starting what is now known as the great resignation. Interesting. 48 million people left their jobs voluntarily in 2021. Let me tell you that again. 48 million people people it's because no one wants to work anymore that's what i've always said (laughs) the youth in this country don't want to work or could it be could it be that we finally realized that there were tech jobs or other jobs available out there for one better pay and two remote Mm. um you could work from home and we were all like hey do you know what is fucking bullshit in this country is having to pay what i make at my job 
for childcare. So I'm literally working so that someone else can watch my kid. Tell me what fucking sense that makes. Yeah. I think that we all saw during COVID that a lot of jobs that forced people to come into the office found ways to function effectively by either working completely mm -hmm. remote or part-time remote. And then for whatever reason was like, mm, we'd like you to come back into the office we'll now. We'll talk about that. That's and I think that here. a lot of people were like, um, um, why? Yeah. I'd rather not. We just learned that I could do this from home mm -hmm. and sit in my pajamas all day and I don't have to pretend at yes. a fucking bullshit office job and spend my gas money driving an hour to get there. And we learned that half of the stuff that we uh, had meetings for could in fact oh, be Oh my God. <laughs> they could have, Jerry knows this. Anytime we have like a five minute meeting over like if phone thing or over a zoom thing i always mm -hmm. look at her and i'm like that could have been an email <laughs> and that's not me even being mean it's just like you made me get out of i had to put on somewhat professional clothing i definitely mm. had to put a bra on i had yep. to do something with my appearance yep. for something that could have been it's easily usually... typed out and been like hey here's the format that i need you to follow yep. any questions no awesome thanks for meeting bye yep. <laughs> it's normally like brand related stuff yeah. and like we understand that like brands will want to have discussions to make sure like we know how to pronounce things or have um all of the resources that we need to feel confident moving forward but at times where we email. like <laughs> do feel fine about it we're like could have been an email yeah. that used to be a game i played whenever i was teaching it's fun a little bit we would get um what's that called where they tell you what is going to happen like Fortune? bullet points <laughs> fortune <laughs> we would, they wouldn't read our palms upon walking into the meeting of game plan no Str uh i'm close i don't think you are i don't think you I, are i think i was gonna think of it bullet a step a <laughs> what a plan stop it's a oh it's not an outline to-do list. No. no. We're close. I'm so close. I can taste it. What is that? It's an out, not an outline. It's you not a schedule. That. It's a... What the fuck is that? Hold on. Hold on. Oh, this is going to hurt me. Phoning a friend. <laughs> it's a... List. List. No. Something list. Forgot I changed the name to Jack. <laughs> Hello? Jack, you're on the pod. What? <laughs> you're on the pod. I'm on the pod. I have a question for you. Yes. Do you remember when we would have meetings and they would give us those pieces of paper with the bullet points on it of what we were going to do? Yes. What's that paper called? <laughs> An agenda. Oh, my God. Thank An you so agenda. much. You got it. All right. Thank you. I hope you have Anything a lovely else? Nope. That's it. <laughs> All right. Thank you. See you, bye. You're welcome. All right, see you, bye. <laughs> an agenda. An agenda. So close. They would give us an agenda, <laughs> yeah. okay, for the meeting. I actually don't know if that's the word. I don't know. It doesn't, feel, <laughs> it doesn't, feel, it doesn't feel like the word that I was wanting it to be, but we're going to go with no, it. No, we have to think <laughs> of it. No, not agenda. agenda. Oh, you know what I'll do? I'll look up oh. synonyms for, for agendas. agendas. <laughs> <laughs> The fucking everything. Oh, docket? No. no. Lesson plan? No. Fuck. I think it's an agenda. 
I think it's an agenda. Schedule! (laughs) (laughs) All right, we've wasted entirely too much time on this. Anyway, so they give us an agenda, and we would go through before the meeting started, and we would highlight what what bullet points we believed were could have been an email. Yes. So whenever they got to that bullet, I would start a timer on my phone, and if it was under sixty seconds. It could have been an email. <laughs> and so at the end That's of it, good. we would we would add up our total and grade how close we were uh, to f- figuring out what could have been an email and I what really like that. was necessary. Sounds fun. Yeah. Um, okay. Let me give you reasons why people quit their job. According to a Pew, Re- a Pew Research <laughs> Survey, not a review survey. Pew? Pew Research Survey. What's a Pew? Like not a church review, definitely. Pew pew. I don't know. That's just what it says. Don't it's not like a peer review. No, it says pew pew <laughs> research. P U is sticky research. Pew. <laughs> okay. Job insecurity, higher pay, mm. better work life balance, no opportunities for advance advancement. Sorry, I'm not getting into this job that's going to pay me butt shit for the rest of my life so I can work my dick off for you for no return. Thank mm-hmm. you. Goodbye. New career path, child or elderly relative care, because surprise, yes. we have to do both. Yep. Not enough flexibility, relocation, feeling disrespected at work, number of hours, and lack of benefits, all which I see as Valid. 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 But, of course, they found a way to gaslight us into thinking that we're the problem because nobody wants to work anymore. Is that what the website did or is that what society's done? No, that's just done? what society's done. Yeah. No. This is legitimate. Okay. Because I do believe that people are like, yeah, nobody just wants to suck it up. They want it to be all rose-colored glasses. And it's like, wait a minute. Because my dad brought this up. This is kind of a deviation, but I'm, I'm going to bring us back. He was like, can we talk about how Congress brought uh, like confirmed aliens exist and no one cares we don't and i said we have enough issues here right and he goes if this came out in the 80s jerry people would be losing their mind and i said i'm sure because they didn't have to worry about credit scores yeah and in the 80s you could afford a home on a single person income right we can't do that anymore. You didn't have to worry about crippling debt from a higher education. You didn't mm-hmm. have to worry about the the housing market crashing. You mm-hmm. didn't have to worry about credit scores. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to worry about uh, no benefits at your job. So now nobody has health care, including your children. But you're supposed you're supposed to work. Yep. You need to work because if you and don't, you you're lazy. Want, you have to want to work as yeah. well. But I'm not going to give you any benefits or vacation time or yep. sick time. Yeah. Sorry if your kids are ill. Don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Better fucking be here, though. Mm-hmm. It's $8 an hour. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> the fuck out of here. All right. Quiet quitting is the next one, which I had heard about. This is the on one TikTok. that Sierra brought up to me, and I was like, I've never. She goes, yeah, we, know, like, we all know you about guys that. You know about that. And no. she's like, no. And I had heard multiple TikToks about it. So that's uh, it says, quiet quitting refers to doing the bare minimum to get the job done and setting clear boundaries to establish work-life balance, which I think I kind of did this for a while. And people said I was a piece of shit employee. But I was also like, hey, guys, maybe if you all do what I do, we would get a raise because <laughs> we are servers right now right. and they are expecting us at which I will say because I worked for a corporation <laughs> there was a lawsuit that happened because they would have employees servers doing prep work okay oh. filling cinnamon butters when I first started working there those cinnamon butters that they give at the rolls you had to prep those as a server 
when you had no tables, by the way, so you're making $3 an hour prepping these butters and a group of servers. It sounds like I would pay someone take, $3 an hour to prep my butter. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> it would take hours sometimes because you sure. would have to get like multiple trays done. Okay. Right. And these servers went to, they took them to court. They sued them basically because they were like, we're doing minimum we're doing hourly we're not getting hourly paid for this suing you on the grounds of butter prep yes (laughs) and they they won of course they did because it was a hundred percent true that i shouldn't be doing work for you and getting paid less than minimum wage when my job is to be a server that's why i get i'm a tipped employee right if i'm not receiving tips for this hour because i have no tables then I shouldn't be doing any correct any work that's not being. Then you need to compensate Compensated, me. Yeah, basically. Here's a question for you because yes. I've never served. Yeah. I've I've done retail and I obviously like uh, was a carny, but I didn't ever work um, food industry. Mm-hmm. So, correct me if I'm wrong, people who are in the UK. But in the UK, I'm pretty sure, or in Europe, I'm pretty sure that they the servers are paid. hourly hourly and so it's like you don't have to tip them it's like almost frowned upon to tip yeah I Um, think in some places that's definitely how it is and so I was my question is what do you think you'd prefer would you would you have rather been paid hourly I would have taken either I'll tell you the reason why they don't do it is because then it would be on the employer to pay and so the the amount that you would have to pay I just got into a Facebook fight about this actually but because I get riled up yeah. about this on behalf of servers everywhere, because people, if you haven't worked in f- the food industry, you just don't get it. And they'll say all the time, people will bring that up. Like, we just need to get rid of tipping and that's fine. But you need to understand then that the cost of your meal is right. going to triple probably. So if you're comfortable paying 20 to $30 for two people to go out to eat, understand that you won't be able to go out to eat with two of you for less than $50, $60 yeah. anywhere you go if you get rid of tipping. Because how do you think those employers are going to have to pay those, those right. wages? So, so that's the problem. Yeah. I agree with it either way, however it goes. Uh, at this point, with the way the world is and, and the way that I've seen it after COVID, I think it'd be almost better to get rid of tipping because of when I quit serving, I had three tables in a row with checks over $50 stiff me in a row. And I was putting my all into them. So that's I'm talking an hour and a half of my time right. that I just lost money. Because right. I had to tip out my bartenders, I had to tip out my busboys, I had to tip out my hostesses. So I'm tipping 3% of my sales and getting nothing. I just, I just paid to work for you for an hour and a half. Right. That was the day that I quit at the place that I used to work at and got a new serving job, which ended up after COVID. I never went back. But that was, to me, the turning point where I'm like, how do they expect us to do this? Right. Well, and especially and that because wasn't the, even after COVID, I've heard it's gotten worse. I'm sure because the economy took a shit and, and people, food costs have risen. So people are already pissed about the amount they're spending. They think they shouldn't have to spend anymore. So who's getting the brunt of that? Not the people who own the restaurants because right. they're still getting paid no matter what. Right. It's going to be the people who rely on tips. Well, I shouldn't. And, and, I'm going off on a. Well, and that's why. Um, on a what? Tangent. <laughs> but I think that's why. 
another reason it's so difficult is because people are are judging servers so harshly and it's as and if taking, they asked for it taking stuff out on them and it's almost like you there is no winning no it's just i i feel that someone who's going to stiff a stiff a check mm-hmm. doesn't have the money to tip yeah and they are going to find a reason to make it your fault they will is the reason that they didn't well in this in this facebook fight i got somebody literally just said servers shouldn't ask for handouts and the, I was like, a handout, babe, they're working for that. What the right. fuck are you talking right. about? Even if they did a butt shit job, they still were working for that hour. Yes. Maybe it wasn't up to what you think it should be. And exactly what you just said, no matter what, if they don't want a tip, they'll, they'll, they'll find, find a, reason a reason not to. Make it to. Your fault. But regardless, they're there. They're working. They're putting time in. You can't say they're asking for handouts. Did, because some, did somebody sit you and then a random person came up and said, give me money? Yeah. That's and <laughs> then they left and you never saw them again? That's a handout. Exactly. But if they brought you anything at any point, a menu, yeah, uh, silverware, food, a refill. Your drinks. If they placed your order. Yeah. That's not a handout. That's, yeah. That's work. Exactly. Um, I'll, because I'll, I could go on about this all day so i'll just continue with (laughs) quiet quitting so basically this means that employees are still doing what is required of them by the the job um like description yep but they're rejecting hustle culture so they're not going above and beyond which is what everybody's not doing above and beyond and it's like why should at this point why should you Mm -hmm. if you're not getting compensate compensated for doing so right what's the point right and I'm all about going above and beyond when you're getting, when that is being like acknowledged and or you're you're receiving some kind of fulfillment, personal fulfillment in it, whether it or is financial, internal or financial. Like yeah. if you are getting something from it and you want to do it, then absolutely go crazy, bestie, do the most. Yeah. But if you don't wanna, don't. Yeah, uh, well. Why, why? And it's unrealistic there, for the employer to ask you to do more than your job description. I remember mm-hmm. that happened with Shane. Shane would come home and he was doing, they had, the person he was working under, they had promoted that person, gave that person a different job. And then they gave half of that person's job mm-hmm. to Shane mm-hmm. while also still making him do the rest of his job. And that probably he not did. paying him anymore. No. Yes. I think he did get a, a raise. But it was like not enough to, to compensate. Not enough to compensate it. Right. No. They didn't give him the title because the title would have come with additional pay. It was mm-hmm. just like, we're gonna give you the work. But we don't want to say that's actually what you're doing. And yes. you shouldn't say that's what you're doing because we can't pay you for it. We that. want you to come in after hours and yep. on weekends. Yep. And we want you to um come back early from your paternity leave that you requested off and was approved, but now we're rescinding it. It's oh, like that's what, what they the did what? with mine. That's what they did with mine. Mm-hmm. Well, that goes right into quiet firing. Which is, like quiet quitting, um, addresses the employee-employer relationship, looks at the management side. So instead of directly firing a person, quiet firing refers to treating an employee so poorly or disengaging Mm. them to the point where they quit on their own. Examples of how management can quiet fire an employee include little or no salary increase, but more work, micromanaging, a lack of respect, leaving employees out of meetings, Singling employees out to answer tough questions in meetings, reduced hours, little time off, reduced hours without explanation, increased workload without increased pay, leaving out of social gatherings, keeping the employee out of the loop, and low pay. 
which I think I, I know multiple people have experienced recently and then they've ended up quitting. And it's almost like the job is like, well, you did this, then you quit. And it's like, you know why? You know why? Yes. Don't it's it's so passive aggressive. And for what? If you're if you're a professional and you are management and you are running this shit, then run it. Be the boss. Run it. If you don't think I'm doing a good job as an employee or there is some kind of a conflict between us, say it. Yeah. Just be like, hey, I don't think it's working out for us anymore. We appreciate the time that you've put in um, and we wish you the best in the future. But I I think that our relationship as far as work goes has run its course. Well, do you want to know why they don't do that? How fucking hard would that be? Do you want to know why they don't do that? Yeah. Because- Quiet firing is a method of getting rid of an employee that a manager may not care for without the possibility of lawsuits as firing requires documentation leading to Mm. the termination. Mm -hmm. And if an employee quits on their own, the manager would not have to fill out the documentation. Mm -hmm. So it is a way around knowing that you're you're the issue, but you don't want to get called out on it. So you're basically just going to it's just you are petty then treat you horribly until you decide to leave so that I don't have to be the one because also if. A person gets fired unjustly or whatever they can get um compensation yeah what's that called worker not workers what the fuck is that? unemployment unemployment um also i don't know if i've ever told you about when i worked at schmick schmoria schmeekrit okay <laughs> <laughs> not as easy to say as schmeck's a schmode house it's but not. um when i was working there i made a comment mm-hmm. to one of my managers wait wait wait, wait. time out oh yeah Let's check and see if we have any sponsors. What kind of fun is waiting for you at King's Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly at King's Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun this season. King's Island is now open weekends. Spring vibes are in the air, and when you bring in some of the beautiful flowers that are blooming around your house, you probably want to smell them and not your litter box. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Pretty Litter, you can. Seriously, nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. And I'm serious when I say that the, whatever magic is in those crystals, I cannot smell anytime. My cat will literally poop right next to me, and I don't realize that she did it until I hear her litter box start going. It's lightweight, low dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. Pretty Litter's crystals also change color to indicate early signs of potential illnesses in your cat, like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, and so much more. Which is super helpful, since cats can't talk, and that's a important information to have. <laughs> so true. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to your door. I know, because whenever I go over to Sierra's, it's there. <laughs> always have some seriously but it's so nice because i don't have to change it as much as normal but i still have some on deck then whenever i do need it and you won't run out and you don't have to go to the store and carry around a giant thing of litter go to prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20 percent on your first order and get a free cat toy that's prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20 percent on your first order and get a free cat toy prettylitter.com slash tangents terms and conditions apply see site for details I was closing. And so we cleaned up the store before we left. Everything needed to be folded. Everything needed to be, I don't know if you know what being pinkified is, but <laughs> you you had to pinkify everything. So if you're up in pink, all of the hoods needed yes. to be pulled. Okay. And all of the um, handcuffs needed to be rolled. Rolled. Of course. Uh, 
all of the the ankles of the sweatpants needed to be rolled. Yep. So there was certain things that everything had to be done. Yeah. And one of them was like fixing the panty table. Oh no! Because people would go feral at That's the panty me. table. I would go feral at the panty table. So we'd have to fix it. And we couldn't because leave they never had done. size smalls. And I would really search through those fuckers because I got they no had ass. Drawers. Yeah, but people fucked those up. <laughs> I know. I so know. you couldn't find smalls anyway. <laughs> I know. They were supposed to be in the small drawer. I know. They were never on top. No. Always on top is the mediums. Yeah. But anyway. I got no ass. I made What's it. What's supposed to do? Look in the small drawer. <laughs> they were never there. <laughs> I asked my man or my manager was like, oh, hurry on out or something before this closes. And I was like, yeah, like I'd want to get stuck in here or something like that. Just something <laughs> alluding to that. Like I want to go home and yeah. I no longer want to be here. Yeah. And so she called me into the office <gasps> the next time we worked together. And she's like, is there an issue? And I was like, no, I think so. No. Why? And she's like, because it doesn't really seem like you want to be working here. And I said, what would give you that idea? Well, because you said you wanted to go home. Well, I did want to go home. Yeah. I said, first of all. I don't want to live here, (laughs) ma'am. I have worked with every other manager. And the dynamic that we have, especially when there are no customers in the store, is a very lighthearted, carefree, almost sarcastic way of speaking about things. And I understand if that is not how you and I spoke before. And so you took it some kind of a way. But I didn't mean anything by it. As a worker, though, Mm -hmm. you have never questioned my time when Mm -hmm. I am doing processing in the back i have stayed over on floor sets i've picked up shifts i've come in when it was my day off to make sure we got a hundred percent on our observation so what about all of that tells you that i don't want to be here because i didn't have to do any of it yep and she just kind of looked at me and i was like i'm not going to be spoken to like i'm a shit employee exactly i'm because i made one comment which again not a bad thing no. we don't want to live here that's fucking fact hey i am sarcastic and i want to hey, go home you want to call me unprofessional because of how i talk to you okay but you're not going to make me out to be a lazy or unmotivated worker because right. i'm i am anything but the such right but the such <laughs> <laughs> i'm anything but much <laughs> i'm anything but that but much <laughs> and that's what i said to her and that's what i've always said mm-hmm. <laughs> i love that good fuck these people okay next (laughs) i've never heard of this one but this is called a ghost job and ghost jobs are posting that companies have no intention of filling in the near future but they'll post them okay so these postings may stay online after someone's already hired for a position they may be posted early for a position in the future or the job may not exist at all yet however companies post these ghost jobs to gauge the talent pool and ghost jobs are a way of looking for talent. So basically, they want you to apply to this job that doesn't exist so that they can kind of weed out in the future what they can ask for, I guess, if that That's... makes sense. Recruiters. Why do you have to like put it behind this like I know whole song and dance? Get somebody's fucking hopes up that they think they're going to. Recruiters may also use ghost jobs to keep resumes of qualified candidates so they have contacts if an employee leaves or a new position opens. It's basically like I got one in the back burner in case you and I don't work out, baby girl, baby squirrel. I I got one in my back pocket. Yeah. So I don't really need you, which is what I think is funny because a lot of companies treat you like you're disposable. And then because you are they and you are. 
And then, they, then get they get mad, mad at you when you do the bare minimum. They're like, why aren't you working harder? And I'm like, because I know I'm disposable to you, honey. You yes. don't treat me as anything but right. the fact that you know that I'm disposable. The, the way I think about it is we are all going to die. Yeah. We're all going to die. It's the truth. But guess what won't die? Fucking the company. Oh, I was like, The what? idea. <laughs> Cockroaches. <laughs> consumerism. This is all going to have to keep going. You're going to have to figure out how to keep it going with or without me. And it's going to go with or without you as well. And so I'm not going to waste my entire life devoting myself. To to them, I could not be. I'm nothing, basically. Yes. I'm just a body. I am. I will say. (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) I do know. And this is. I guarantee this isn't just like small town. But this is. This happens everywhere. People have to post the job. Mm -hmm. They have to post certain positions, even though they already know who they're going to hire for it. And so because favoritism, (laughs) because inside jobs, because they they can't make it look like that. Mm -mm. So they have to say we at least did it. Look at all the the applications we got. They got to do the whole performance of Mm. collecting applications and weeding through and interviewing people. Before the podcast took off in 2020 applied for a job that I really mm-hmm. wanted. Mm-hmm. You remember this? Mm-hmm. And then I talked to somebody who worked at the place who told me and they were like, oh yeah, that person, the the job that left that was opening, she had already. It was already filled she before she left. She picked it out before she even left. And I was like, well, why the fuck did they post it then? I wasted so much time getting a resume together mm-hmm. for that bitch. I was pissed. I'm like, yep. I haven't put a resume together in fucking years. Mm-hmm. You could have at least told me that it was basically, but he didn't even know because of course they're not going to say that. That's the thing that's annoying is like, they'll make these rules, but they're all performance based. Yeah. That's one of the reasons I hated teaching is that like, a lot of the stuff that our school depended on for funds was all performative. Yeah. It was just, I could, they had to come in, observe my class during a lesson, write down if I hit all of the points, but mm-hmm. I already had the rubric, so I knew what they were looking for, mm-hmm. and I knew what day they were coming. It's so do you really bullshit. think, do you think it was like that every single day? No. Absolutely the fuck not. Do you think my kids were that engaged and that outspoken and that interactive every single day? No. no. I was telling them. Pizza's on the line, homies. You want <laughs> you want pizza? You want a pizza you party? Do a good job for me. When she comes in, you raise them hands and you give the answers <laughs> that I told you that they were yesterday. <laughs> and not because Make me look good. Not because I wasn't doing my job as far as like molding the minds of no, tomorrow and teaching them. Funding was on the line. But because they were gonna be judging me that day. And so the way that it was believed a successful classroom was run mm-hmm. is it, the idea that every classroom is going to function that way is ridiculous. Bullshit. It's Honestly, just not, it's, it's not so going to work for every kid. No. And so to assume that you can go into a career tech classroom, a, an English classroom, a uh, math classroom, social studies, that all of those things are going to be able to deliver information in the same way and, and receive the same results. You're just, mm-hmm. you're, you're feeding yourself mm-hmm. okay you're you're plugging the plug into itself it's just it's self-fulfilling yeah i'm here for these now <laughs> i don't even know if they were i don't think they were is it weird near, that right, when you but... said plugging yourself into yourself i got a little turned off <laughs> yeah i don't know why <laughs> is we yeah i'd rather you not <laughs> all right sorry <laughs> yeah that's fine okay next is gonna be rage applying 
I've definitely done this before. I think you might have too. Rage, Rage applying is the act of a person applying to several jobs when fed up with their current role. No, Rage applying is a term from TikTok coined when a, uh, there's a user named Redweez posted a video saying she applied to 15 jobs because she was unhappy in her role, getting her a significant raise at a new company. So basically, then she showed this company, like, look at all these places I applied to. And they were like, oh, fine, looking. I've never done that. Oh, I've rage applied when I was like, I'm fucking done serving. I'm going to go yeah. to all these other restaurants. That's why I worked at 15 restaurants around this bitch. Because sometimes yeah. the company would be like, all right, then leave. And I was like, ah, I was ah. fucking bluffing you. <laughs> Call my bluff. Son of a bitch. But no, I have n- something about me is I don't move unless I know I'm going to succeed. Yeah. And so I didn't apply for anything that I didn't already know I was 100% going to get. Not me. And so I... I've only ever really applied to like a couple things. Yeah. There was only one job that I can recall, two jobs that I didn't get. One was a movie theater. <laughs> um, and two was a like um like a daycare job, but it yeah. was just because the daycare job conflicted with my school schedule, Church. so it was like not going to work out. Yeah. But yeah, everything else I've gotten. My god. I know. I'll give her you. <laughs> well, lucky. <laughs> I know. It's annoying. I, I get it. Well, it's ne- hard being me. <laughs> Next, we have proximity bias. This is interesting. And I think, again, you might be able to relate, perhaps. I was going to say, this but, sounds like what I was just talking about, where they've like already filled the position. Kind of. Proximity bias describes the tendency of leadership to favor employees in the office. So let's say whenever COVID was kind of people were going back to work a lot of people did opt to stay home because Mm -hmm. they had been for so long and they were like sure you can stay home other people opted to go back into the office however proximity bias started happening which is where managers um would view remote workers as less committed and productive than Mm. those in the office just because they weren't seeing them every day even though they were doing the same amount of work and everything interesting but it's just almost like the the outdated assumption that people are more productive in the office than they are at home mm-hmm. was what drove this proximity bias. But I think that that's reinforced by the idea that like stay at home. That's exactly it. that is that is don't do anything. Talks, that's the patriarchy, baby. Yes, that is we view staying at home and and doing home work as feminine and feminine traits are viewed as less than masculine traits. So going to work is viewed as more successful, more committed. Yeah, and and just more productive than staying at home. Even if on paper, you're getting the same amount of work done. Yeah. So examples of proximity bias include excluding remote employees from important meetings or events, offering interesting projects to on-site employees only, evaluating the on-site employees work higher than remote employees, even Mm -hmm. if they are the Mm -hmm. same, Giving on-site employees more promotions or career advancement opportunities just because they are because they what appear to be more committed because they decided because to you put can see pants them on? working because you can see them working. It's just like I can see that you're well. It's the same thing as like I can you roll out of bed today. in this uh-huh. and sit next to you in a full suit, and people would look at us differently as you right. look like you're more. I don't know. Uh, whatever. Put together. I guess. 
And that's fine. Worthy. I get it. Love, acceptance, adoration, and a raise. (laughs) (laughs) And like, fine. But it's crazy because guess what? I could look like that tomorrow too if I wanted to. But I'm trying to be comfy. Right. Moon element. If I'm at home, I should be able to wear my fucking pajama pants. And why? (laughs) Yeah, I don't understand. That's, I mean, I get it, but it's stupid. Yeah, I agree. Okay, the next one is social loafing. (laughs) Social loafing? I really like that. Social loafing is a psychological term that describes how people exert less effort when working in a group setting versus working alone. Reasons for social loafing include lack of motivation, no individual recognition, and lack of accountability. So basically, it's they work less when they're in a team, which I kind of think is there's a theory. I'll tell you, Um, my brain did the go away thing. Yeah, I figured. I could see in your face. But it <laughs> reminds me of what's that theory where, oh, fuck, what's it called? Um, where basically, like, if an accident happens, everybody else around the accident is always assuming that someone else is going to oh, help oh, so they oh, don't run yes. to help. Do yes. you know what I'm talking about? Yep. I cannot remember what it's called for the life of me. Someone will say bystander. something. Bystander effects. And then you're going to talk to me about Kitty Genovese. And then there's going to be another comment that's like, actually, Kitty Genovese, that didn't happen. And I know. also, bystander all- <laughs> effect was disproven. Blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Just I, thank go you. with us. We did it all. Okay. But, <laughs> but the reason why I bring that up is because I think it's kind of along the same lines, which is if you're in a group setting, there will be that like, oh, this other person will, will take care of it, so I won't have to. Yes. And so there's less, it almost is like- What's it called again? Social loafing. Social loafing. So based in the, uh, remember my brain did the go away thing, so I'm going to try and summarize what I think it is or okay. what I think and I I'll picked up. Is in an office or a team setting, mm-hmm. someone just assumes that someone else is going to take care of it, so they're just like they vibing. less effort. Yes. Yes. Okay. In, in a group setting versus when they have to work alone. Got it. So to prevent social loafing, um, management would divide tasks out and give individual assignments for accountability and set expectations. And then um, they would recognize the team for their efforts and avoid making groups too large where employees have a hard time dividing out tasks. Because, again, Uh the more people you have in this team, the more there's going to be one or two people who are like, "Uh, you guys got this? Okay, cool. Well, and there's likely also two people who don't want to delegate and and have trust issues and control issues. Because sometimes (laughs) I am the type of person, I'm not a leadership person, I'm more of a, I'm getting better. I think I'm getting there, <laughs> but for a long time, I was a go with, I'm such a go with a flow, chill person yeah. that like, I am totally okay taking a back seat. If I feel like you've got it and you want to run with it, I'm like, here's the baton, baby. Take off. I'll be yeah. back here. I'm your cheerleader. Okay. <laughs> if you want me to go though, I'm going to run it. Yeah. I will. But I also know that some people want to be the ones to do it. And I have no problem being like, whatever you want. I'm here for that. Okay. But I think then that could be viewed as lazy if like they don't get the tasks divided evenly. Even some people are workaholics to the fact that maybe they'll take on more than they don't need to. And then it's like, you didn't have to take that much on. Yeah. You had a group effort. But if you divide out the tasks evenly in the groups or you just don't do groups at all then you prevent social loafing yes i just really like that one because i think social loafing is a fun word and social I- loafing is fun to say <laughs> like and i think that's why i keep getting so distracted because, because I as just, soon like, as you loaf. hear it you're like social loafing and i think of bread yes oh i knew it and i like that. i was thinking of a cat loaf Have you ever seen when cats yes look like bread 
Yes. I fucking love all my cat loaves. Like she literally <laughs> makes herself bread. It's so funny. Oh my God. The other day she was doing the funniest fucking thing. I, I wanted to, nobody gets cats. So I like never know who to talk to about this. So I'm saying it here. You ever see like the quintessential Halloween cat picture? Like yes. the black cat. Yes. It's arched back. Yes. And its tail is kind of uh-huh. like fuzzy and its legs are up. She was running around my house like that. Why? It was like she had the zoomies, and that's what she was doing. I was like, "What the fuck is she?" Doing? But her tail was all like puffed out, and she was just like two stepping, like <laughs> like with her back all arched like that. It was the funniest fucking thing oh. I've ever seen. I was like, "Why is she?" I like, she was going sideways. <laughs> I like the idea of cats because so they're funny. so weird. It's fun to observe them. Yes. Where dogs, dogs just want you to notice them yeah. and cats are almost just like i was really hoping you didn't see me that. <laughs> that's what it reminded me of because then she looked at us when we started laughing like ah fuck i forgot <laughs> nobody was supposed to see me social loafing like this okay this next one will probably be my last one um and i just really like it because it's called a glass cliff and i think it's very interesting it goes mm-hmm. along with um the glass feminism ceiling. that we talked about last week was it last week that we did barbie yes okay so a glass cliff, similar to a glass ceiling, but it describes when women are promoted to leadership positions during difficult times, oh. such as during a company crisis or a recession, knowing that the company will fail and almost setting them up, setting them up for failure. These settings can position women for failure, and the concept of a glass cliff expands on the notion of a glass ceiling, which alludes to obstacles that women frequently encounter when trying to rise to leadership positions. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like you finally feel like, yes, they're promoting me. I did it. And then it's like, oh, they promoted you so that when the company fails, when you look back on it, whose name is tied to it? Right. What's because the they probably atti- uh, tied to saw, it? They probably saw that it was headed that way. Oh, 100%. But you also know that, like, we have to meet certain diversity criteria. Uh-huh. But we want to reinforce the idea that women aren't really capable of doing this shit. So now would be a good time to slide a lady in there uh-huh. uh, so that we can keep keep a man in there a little bit longer. Exactly. And if you're like, oh, that doesn't happen. Really... Well, it happens so often that the term was originally coined in 2005 by researchers who had seen this happen enough to start conducting research in the UK, by the way. This is where it originated, but it's um, now leaked into the US. They found that promoting women to leadership... Leaked in. Oh, I like it. Is it a LinkedIn? No, they leaked it. Leaked in. They found that promoting women to leadership often comes with negative associations and is compared to standing on a cliff's edge. Where they're either going to fail and, and fall off, essentially. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, either way, you're, you're setting them up to fall. Yeah. Examples of recent leadership promotions that were considered glass cliffs include retailer Bed Bath & Beyond CEO C- Sue Grove and Twitter CEO Linda Yaccarino. Yes. I'm, I'm, I didn't see how to pronounce that, and I apologize, but... Those are two women that were promoted right as the companies were going under. Ain't that, isn't that bullshit? Yes. So anyways, we're going to end it there. Yeah. 
But I just thought those were very interesting. Some some terms to mull over and some interesting things to think about. Well, I, I think. think it's get your I brain going. I think it's a good idea to talk about terms like this. The, the whole reason we ever talk about buzzwords is so that people can familiarize themselves with them, become aware of them, and start assessing things that have happened in their life and being like, I can put a start, term to that. Start running it through the filter, being like, hmm. Is, was this just a, a non-issue or did this have nefarious intentions behind nefarious. it? <laughs> and also, it's kind of nice to know that you're not the only one it happened to. Yes. And so if you have any stories that like while you were listening to this, you're like, oh, my God, that happened to me here. Please share. Yeah. Share it with us in a comment or uh, in our Facebook page or on our Patreon. You've got access if you're one of the uh, top three tiers. We just added a third tier. Yes, we did. Silly geese. It's identical to uh, the the goose pimps, uh, but they just have different merch. Yeah. So that we have two full years of special merch if you are a, a goose. And by the way, somebody uh, said if we wanted to add a third tier, that Mother Goose is a funny one <laughs> to do for our next one. I like that. <laughs> so I just think it's it's gonna be fun. Oh well, we're gonna have a we're gonna have three. a really good time with yeah. these. <laughs> anyway, you you can share all of that there. I I love continuing the conversation it's and. So fun bringing awareness to stuff like this so other people we can kind of unionize and yeah. stick it to the man i love sticking it in man sticking it to the man <laughs> to the man <laughs> to the man to the singular man and it is ambiguous <laughs> a generalized man uh thanks for hanging out guys uh, we love you so much and we'll see you next week all right we're out goodbye At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than a life policy. It's about the promise and the responsibility that comes with being a new parent, being there day and night, and building a plan for tomorrow, today. For the ones you'll always look out for, trust Amica Life Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. If you have kids or pets, you know stains and odors in your carpet and upholstery are inevitable. But the experts at ChemDry can help. ChemDry removes odors and stubborn stains by sending millions of carbonating bubbles deep within your carpet. ChemDry lifts dirt, urine, and stains to the surface to then be extracted away, giving you a cleaner and healthier home. Call 1-800-CHEMDRY or visit ChemDry.com to connect with your local ChemDry and learn about special offers in your area. That's 1-800-CHEMDRY or visit ChemDry.com today.